On this episode, I'm talking to Hengum Stanfield. She's an incredible mom, wife, and a co-owner of a pizzeria along with her husband. I'm so excited to talk to her about all the details that comes into working with your husband and purchasing a business. So let's get into the show. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's Glad going to be good. Here. I am so happy to have you here. So a little throwback. Um, I used to have a business called Small Business Gal, and I interviewed um, owners of local uh, brick and mortar businesses, and not local to me, but local um, in the U.S. Whatever, who have brick and mortar businesses. And I had Hengam on the show. What was it like a couple years back? And that was absolutely incredible. And so I know um, a bit of her story, but I'm so excited to actually get a different perspective of her story, and instead of more like a, instead of the built, business building, hiring, and all the technical side of business we're going to talk more about like the balancing the the story the emotions of it so if you're interested in checking out that other episode go to smallbusinessgal.com but for now that's after go after i'm gonna have it in the show notes um but for now we're um we're gonna talk about family balance and all the good stuff about purchasing and um, working with your husband and so hengam let's go way back and start you off with your story how did you get started how did you dive into this um, mompreneurship business? Well, that would be about a couple years ago or so. But anyway, so I uh, am originally Iranian. I lived in Iran for quite a bit of years, and then we moved to Spain, and then um, I was studying telecommunication engineering, and then I moved to New Mexico, um, Socorro, New Mexico, to finish my degree in electrical engineering. I met my husband there, and uh, we got married senior year. We have two little boys, Luke and Mark. Their ages are currently three and five. When I had a chat with you, they were one and four, I think, at that time, or whatever it was. Uh, one and three, I think, uh, years old, but now they're three and five. And uh, we own a restaurant now. We bought a restaurant about two years and a half ago in 2014. So, so much is true. We have the restaurant, we have our family, and uh, all kinds of fun stuff to deal with daily. So, Hengam, how did you, so I know that you moved from New Mexico into Texas. How was that like, and what was the process like, you quitting your job, and like, where in the world did you get this crazy idea to to buy a business? That was a crazy idea. Uh, um, We had no prior restaurant experience, Um, so after the season, senior year, you know, we went and got full-time jobs, and we were just not very happy with it, partly because... We wouldn't see each other much all day, and we kind of like each other. And so we weren't happy with that, and so we thought maybe we should uh, have a business. Then um, at that time, we as well led a college ministry, and we had college students over all the time. We would feed them all the time. And uh, then my love for Italian food, so the combination of both, we thought, hey, maybe we should open a restaurant without any prior restaurant experience. That was not wise at all, but anyways, so that's we sold our house in New Mexico, we uh, then we moved to Texas. We bought this restaurant and we just kind of moved, and uh, the price range was similar. Um, so that's kind of one day to the next. We were in charge of an operation at that time. We had I think 15 staff total. Now we're to 45. So 
Okay, so every time I think of you and about you and about your story, I'm in awe because how can you do that? Just like have a, a good job, a house, two children, just life is good, and all of a sudden make this dramatic change. And it's interesting because this is what we do as entrepreneurs. We're not happy with our situation. We're going to change that. And I love that about you. That, that was so brave of you to do that. Now, how was the communication like between you and your husband? We spend a good time, my husband and I, talking. We done that even from dating time. You know, we would just sit and uh, have hot tea or whatever, just talk till like 3 a.m. So we have had always good communication. Mm-hmm. Um, our approach is always the same in that trying to find the best solution for what we're looking for. So that has worked for us. As also, I want to back up to what you just said. You said, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, sometimes we're unhappy with the way things are going and we we change stuff and I wanted to say that um, that's not always wise to do one has got to assess uh, and discern what's best just quitting your job without really you know having the whole picture isn't like now with the restaurant as well there are far too many days that things get really rough but you can't just throw a towel either you know so when things get rough doesn't mean you need to quit either so I just wanted to kind of it's really hard to balance and discern because each circumstance is a little different. But it's important to know, okay, I'm ha- unhappy with something. What are you working towards? So it may not happen for you this year or next year or the one after, but it's just good to know that what are you working towards, that you have a vision. Okay, well, we want to have our own business. So what can I do to ready for it till the day comes? I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And I appreciate you for saying that because sometimes like my husband and I, we made crazy decisions based on that. Like we don't like our life right now. Let's change it. And it was dramatic and it was really rough. And it's not only rough on you as a person, it's rough on the marriage, it's rough on the kids. And so, I mean, it's really important to assess that. That's so, so true. So now going back a bit, you, oh, so you wanted like more freedom, time, more time spend, uh, spend more time together. Um, how did the topic of buying a pizzeria come into play? Um, I think in that season, initially, we decided to do something online and we actually started an e-commerce. It did not do very well. And then we realized, you know, we need to learn some stuff. And then somehow we thought, okay, maybe we should do brick and mortar. And again, we loved hospitality. And we thought, you know, restaurant, it would be kind of, would be the best in terms of serving that. And, you know, our mission was that hospitality and serving people. So that was kind of a little bit of that. And it wasn't our price range because we sold our house and we went and bought the restaurant. It was it was a little bit of that. So, so you took the money, you purchased the restaurant. Where did you live? Well, we from New Mexico, where we were moving, so we looked up any rentals online, and uh, we made phone calls, and uh, that's we just moved, you know we moved into a rental. We just got it. Was I looked in on Google Earth at that time? It was like a few years ago. And I was like, you know, it seemed like a nice neighborhood, and we just moved. So it wasn't, you know, we weren't really peculiar. So we just moved to a rental, and we still live into a, in a rental actually. And, because um, all of our money has to kind of go back into building the business and buying better equipment and making things better uh, in the restaurant right now. That's so interesting because we had our guest on uh, previously a couple months ago, um, 
of uh, Paulina of Let's Remodel, and her and her husband own the business uh, of remodeling business as well. And they, she said the same exact thing: like they live in rental, and all the money that they make, well, th- besides uh, what they live on, they put back into their business, invest back into either new equipment or whatever it is. And so um, I completely understand that, and that makes so much sense. In where you, are you in like is the same exact rental as you first moved into? No, initially the first rental we got it was about 15 minutes from the restaurant. The rental we live now is five minutes from the restaurant. Oh, I love that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about how you and your husband work together. Um, are you are you in the restaurant together at all the time, or do you uh, switch off? How do you do that? Um, so what happens with my husband and I, with our business, we take care of different things. Mm-hmm. So there's not as much overlap okay. in terms of... If both of us discussing a couch, I say, well, the couch to be here, you know, you say the couch is there, and then we have to discuss the couch versus, you know, I'm in charge of the couch, you're in charge of something else, you know. Yeah. So that way, as long as we're on the same page, the bigger picture of where we're going, um, the details don't matter. I think you need to let go of the details and need to understand that you can't control everything. And if you do, your business is too small. As the business gets bigger, you have got to let go of some things and pick your battle because you can't fight over every single thing so you have to be like you know what out of these five things these two things matter the most to me i'm going to make sure that you know i'm okay with the way it turns out the other three i don't really care so i'm going to trust you to handle that i'm going to do these other things so that's so powerful okay go ahead well we don't we don't have uh we don't have as much of an overlap in the things we do he takes care of different things and i take care of different things staff comes to me asking about something, I direct them to my husband because it's not, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to have all the answers in the world. Um, and I'm not interested because my cup is already overflowing. I, I really don't need to know everything in, in the business. Uh, I need to know what I need to know and I need to do the best at it. He does his thing, I do my thing. So now do I go to him also ask, you know, hey, this is my idea, what do you think about this? He tells me his ideas, I take it into consideration, we obviously talk about stuff. And when he's doing it the same, we discuss if it's a purchase is going to be big, you know, okay, what are the pros and cons to it? And, you know, we do make decisions like that together. But on a day-to-day, he takes care of things. I take care of different things. So that works very well for us. Mm, very interesting. Can you share with us what are some of your responsibilities in the business? Well, I submit our weekly payroll. I submit our sales tag. And I do work in the kitchen itself. So, for instance, pizza making. Um he is not a pizza maker. I can make pizza pretty fast. So he doesn't do that. It's again because we will not, everybody will have a mediocre level of knowledge if yeah. everybody knows the same thing versus exactly. let me master three things. You master three things. And between you and me, we'll have mastered six things versus, you know, me mediocrely know six. But so, anyways, I'm a pizza maker as well. Um, I am involved in training staff. Mm-hmm. He's doing onboarding, all of that. So, as well, I do training staff. I do that too. So some of the in marketing, I do. So those are some of the things on my plate. Okay, very interesting. So going to the business, did you already know like your strengths and what you're good at, or was it um, jumping into the business and learning from trial and error? I think learning from trial and error, and partly knowing a little bit of our my strength, um, but a lot it is you don't know what you don't know until. You're involved. I mean, a lot of times you think, exactly. oh, no, what if this? there's going to be so much that you don't know. So before you get into something, you don't know what you don't know. So there's a lot of that happening uh, all the time as well. 
Exactly. So now how do you balance, um, how do you balance children? Because you have two sweet boys and how do you manage the business and the kids? Um, two different things. One, well, my parents live with us and, uh, they lived with us, you know, before we bought the restaurant and they helped us and stuff. So they both work at the restaurants at the restaurant. Now mm-hmm. my mom is home uh, with the kids, Matthew, my husband, he's at the restaurant doing some onboarding with some new staff. Mm. And, I'm here chatting with you, and then in the afternoon I go, my mother has to go to the restaurant, so we have a system going that between the four of us, we take care of the kids, so that works well for us. The other thing is that I have learned that uh, having peace with what you are able to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. has been um, helpful to me. So, for instance, some days I have our day, and it is what it is. I cannot change those circumstances. I might as well have peace with it. So I barely saw my kids yesterday, and uh, mm. I left at 5 a.m. this morning to do some record some training videos and you know and all that. So it is what it is. At times you have to have just to have peace with what you can do, and um, understand that this is a season. Uh, in business we go through different seasons. When your business is young, it's going to be really demanding, and it's. It's important how you do what you do. I'm trying to build something new for our kids. It's part of the legacy. If you want to go build a house, it's not going to happen. Mm. It's going to take years if it's done in your part-time or whatever. Um, and also, it's important to be able to gather stories to be able to tell our kids one day. And so that's important to me. I can think of what my grandparents and how hard they worked. Um, I barely saw my parents when I was growing up because they had to work really hard. And I have great parents. I turned out fine-ish, you know. So I feel like a lot of times we think that we have to be with our kids all the time, which know that it's so hard for me to tell. It is really hard. I really, really love my kids. But also I understand that it's it's going to take an enormous amount of energy to get out of the rat race, build a business, and uh, so they don't have to go through what we're going through. And so I, every single thing that I'm able to learn through our business, every gray hair, every boiling blood that I get every day with the stress of the restaurant, I know at the end of the day, my kids are going to win because I'm able to impart in them. I'm becoming a better mother as a result of gathering wisdom. So I'm well-rounded to be able to depart in them part of it. And that won't be easy at all. So that's just the cost of it. Oh, okay. That is such a beautiful perspective. So, you know how, like, we have a lot of mom entrepreneurs come on and they share their their take on this. And I am so, I'm, I'm so inspired by what you said is that, you know, what I'm doing right now is building their future. And it's so true because oftentimes, like, I, I don't think I've announced this on air before, but, like, my kids went to school, like, to actual public school from, you know, full-time for six hours. And I had the worst mommy guilt, like, of my life, seriously, because I've homeschooled them previously. And they, and then to hear this from you, like, hey, you're doing this for them. Like, you need the time. Like, I need the time to do, to work on my business so I can give them a better future. But it's important to also to know, like, to spend the time that you do have with them very, um, very like one-on-one, very intentionally with your phone off because I think that a lot of us are struggling with that. So may I ask you, like when you do get the time with them, what are some of the things that you do to really connect with them? This is a a big topic. And I think something that I've 
learned as well. Uh, you know, again, our background is my husband and I in engineering. Yeah. And I think a lot of times the easy answer, and not the easy answer, the right answer is easy to see. Mm. In business, it's each person has to see what works for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, that, and again, one must discern what works for you and based on your kids are different, you know, each, each one with different personality and different needs. Um, I had a conversation with somebody back when about she was telling me how they never talk about business at, for instance, right? My husband and I, we talk about business at home all the time. And I'm trying to think about, you know, so which one is, which one's good? Because, you know, there's this other theory of, hey, your kids feel that maybe they're not first uh, in your life because y'all are talking about business all the time, right? You know, so it's discerning and understanding, you know, what it is. So the way I do it, I put myself in my kids' position and I feel like, hey, if my parents talked about business all the time, how would I feel? You know, for me, I was like, hey, if... So not, well, my parents were never in business, but to me, it would it would serve me. It'd be good for me to hear, you know, some of their struggles, their ups, their downs, their wins, their losses. I feel like it would be good for me I, because I'm is a way of me learning from them. That's my personal view. So that way, I'm okay with talking about business in front of my kids. That's the way I, for me. It may not be okay for you. So you think you know what I mean? Each exactly. Different. Exactly. And at the end of the day, I think we need to know we have our kids. I'm a mom. I have to discern what's best for my kids. So you know what's best for your kids. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying everybody has to do it, but I'm okay with talking business in front of my kids. My husband and I, we do that a lot. So um, what I try to do is we do try to spend as much time we can with our kids. Um, and when we do, we run around, we have a good time. I mean, you know, we, we can be home in odd hours. At night, a lot of times we're not home. The restaurant gets busy when everybody's off. So on weekends, we have to work. Um, Friday night is time. So it's, it's very different in, in accepting that this is not a normal path. So it is unwise and slightly stupid to compare myself to a, a mom who doesn't have a job. Who's, you know, like you're saying, like, someone who can homeschool their kids you're trying to build a business it's not it's not comparing you comparing an apple to a tiger it's a bad comparison you know what i mean it's, yeah and it doesn't apply so you need to know where you're going and you need to have peace with it whether it's right whether it's wrong it's irrelevant if it's right or wrong do you know what i mean you have to have peace so the decision you make how do you find peace with the decision that you make very uh, a big question. I, to me, I sit, I observe, I separate myself from the decision itself. I look up what are the what's the opportunity cost um, of the decision. I just overall, you know, but um, one of the things to realize is I think people have too many options. It's the same. You go down the cereal aisle. There are so many options, and when you live, when there are not many options. Decision making is much simpler, in my opinion. I have no choice. Like yesterday, I had a bad headache. I had worked a Saturday, like a 12 hour shift. Staff did not show up. I have to go to the restaurant. I have no other choice, whether my opinion is, do you know what I mean? Whether I think it's right, whether I think it's wrong, whether I wish this, it's irrelevant. Whether it wasn't, what matters is what I have to do today. So I'm just going to do what I have to do. And I'm going to have peace with it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because I have no choice. 
Hmm. You're talking like my husband right now because I often like freak out and go like, oh my gosh, like, oh my kids, like this or that. And he's like, like, you chose this path right now you have no other choice like but to to do this like and and this is a commitment you've made previously so you got to do what you got to do and it's kind of like picking up my kids i'm 45 minutes away from my house right now because i'm renting an office because we kind of live almost in the middle of nowhere and it's like i'm not going to be able to make the you know make it to pick up my kids that means i have to enroll them in an after school program oh my gosh that's like the worst but I mean, I got to do what I got to do, right? And I love that this perspective is like, it's okay, you know? This is, uh, as well as you mentioned earlier, it's a season of life, and it's not always going to be like this. So I really, really appreciated that. So you mentioned, like, you know, staff doesn't show up. Like, what, how do you even, like, let's talk a a little bit about team building, because I know, like, uh, there's a lot of uh, mom entrepreneurs who are um, building their teams right now, and I I feel like it's very similar building either in person or online, Um, so can you share with us some of the strategies that you use, like, to build a team to keep them motivated, and I understand a lot of them are teenagers on their summer break, right? I think that's what we're talking about. Like, how do you, how do you work it? Um, it is not easy and um, it's really hard. It's a full-time job of its own for us right now. We have so many staff. Um, I, we do our best to take care of our staff. We do our best to um, pay them the best we can. In a restaurant, I can never pay somebody $20 an hour. It's because unless each pizza is $50, you know, it's just, it's a low margin kind of a business. It makes it really hard. So we do try try to care of staff in other ways. So that's one, you know, knowing what's going on in their personal life. You know, they want to go to college. Okay, you want to study business. One wants to study real estate. You know, giving them books. Hey, why don't you follow so-and-so? You know, chat, you know, just giving them interest to their personal life um, is, uh, is one way to do it. The other way is investing an enormous amount of time in training them. That's, um, again, it's a full-time job. We do spend a lot of time training staff all kinds of stuff. So the one thing is ideals that is required for the restaurant, but also work ethic, you know, why you have to do this, why you should not do that. You know, actually it was a bold video today, like you have to say hi to your coworkers when you because they all just come in without saying hi to people and stuff. It's just kind of rude and you know, trying to tell them, hey, you, when you come in you have to say hi. Like if they, if, again they're teenagers and uh, some of the stuff is basic but uh, it's not happening so, I mean some of that. So there's a lot of training involved. And uh, we lose some, we gain some. It's all it's, uh, really hard. Wow. Okay. So, and I thought, I thought running a business, online business is hard. Goodness gracious, this is crazy. So, um, so when you, when these teenagers come to you with, let's say, maybe for example, no, no work ethic, maybe from like really broken families, um, and you i i feel like just listening to you speak like i feel like you have an a ministry and on its own besides running the business is like really helping these these youngsters succeed in life and the fact that you said like you asked them like what they want to do in life and giving them books and resources i think that's incredible like how do you how do you think that your employees feel about that like I, I'm really curious. Like, have they? Question. So for us, okay. Well, this is opening another uh, another thing. But yeah. This is uh, this is our ministry. This is how we we serve our community as well. So, um, how 
However, the thing to know is that it's not always well received. Um, not well received and that it's not valued. Wisdom is all over. Everything you need has already been done. And the wisdom and the knowledge is out there. Anything. Even go to the moon. I mean, it's been done, right? But for people to put that into good use into their life, that's the part that is missing. Mm. Um, a lot of times I feel like it's so simple with ours. Just do this and this and this. You will succeed. It's not complex. It's not complicated. But uh, a lot of times people don't value it. It's because it requires wisdom for you to see wisdom. I don't know if it makes sense what I'm yes, saying. Yes, exactly. You don't even see the wisdom around you. It's right under your nose. The, the, pe the person who can help you, like for instance for us, I have, you know, because we're business owners, I have connections to the city, and, you know, I meet with the city manager, you know, the city councils, like, you know, it's it's a connection away, you know, for them to want to achieve, you know, I can help you with some stuff, but they don't even see it. It's under their nose. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it takes wisdom to see wisdom. If you're not intentional, you won't even see it. Exactly, exactly. And that's so hard because at times they just quit. And I've invested so many hours of my life sitting with them, coaching them, well, you know, different stuff, you know. And it means as if it meant nothing to them. And they walk away. And understanding that I do this not for the approval for them to be them. This is my community service. I am sowing some seeds and exactly. have peace with that and that is extremely hard i'm not going to tell you it's easy it isn't <laughs> but, exactly um, I, I agree with you about the sowing seeds you know maybe they will walk away and um move on in their life but i know like for a fact i know they will remember this and they will go back and they'll think oh my goodness that was powerful or like wow thanks to her i am now here and i i even remember this all the time like I mean, so many things like my dad told me that I I just did not get, and he would always tell me that with love and and understanding. And I only got it when I was twenty six years old. Like it's ridiculous. And so, but like I think that again to to see the wisdom, you got to be wise. And it's it's just a seed, and it's gonna grow up in its own time, and it's gonna bring. Um, it's going to bring value to their life. And I feel like sometimes, like even with kids, I mean, this is such a great topic because even with kids, like you're telling them things and it's like in one year, out the other. But I know that this is a seed in their heart and that it will it will affect their life in a good way. So I really appreciate you saying that. Now, so how do you, how do you balance it all? How do you balance being the incredible coach that you are for your employees, the trainer, the business manager, and how do you balance being a loving wife and the great communicator with your husband as well as a nurturing mother? Like, it's, I admire you so much, and I want to hear your take on that. Um, well, I appreciate that. Um, I don't think about balance as much mm. because in this season, and it won't be forever, I need to do what I need to do. So it's both for my husband and I. Um, and understanding that sometimes, you know, he's at the restaurant, he won't be home till the kids are in bed. We have chosen this path. We won't have standard lives. For a long season, um, we would just right now and go on a breakfast date, my husband and I, right? Regular people go on a date night. We, we can't because the restaurant's busy at night, you know, so we would go to a breakfast together. M making things work, understanding what, work for, what works for you in a season, you may, your marriage may not 
be the top priority because your business has so much demand. It is what it is. You have to have peace with that and give your best. And again, my husband and I, sometimes, you know, we just drink a glass of wine and watch it because we're just so exhausted. And that's all you can do, you know, just, just have peace with what you can do. Um, and with the kids, it's the same. I don't pursue balance in that way. We do work hard and we play hard. And I want my kids to learn that. Like, for instance, next month we're going to a, a, a food show conference in Dallas. Well, it's going to be, we're going to take the kids. Always any business conference, we take the kids with us. So, you know, we're going to get a hotel with a pool. So we're able to go off like four or five days. You know, I remember when we had full-time jobs days out of the year you have off okay so it, it is all relative we don't have weekends you know so we work really hard but then we play hard so we go to dallas and the month after that we go to houston you know every we go to every year we go to vegas for pizza expo we went to new york for our conference so it's not all you know what i mean so it's the concept of you know we do like to work hard and play hard if that's what's going to take for us to be able to play hard then we're going to work hard does that make sense oh my gosh i was just explaining it to my five and a half year old i was like hey honey when you work hard you play hard like it's so funny he's like well what does that mean anyway so um i i completely love that um that concept and and you know going back to what you said earlier is that like you're literally teaching your children so many valuable lessons that they wouldn't have ever heard of in any time in their life is like the inside knowledge from adult conversation like it's interesting because we i feel like our um our background is very similar like i was born in ukraine and i mean you were born and raised till about eight years old and so were you like you were raised in iran and and i feel like the the way the way we grew up was very similar and back then like I don't know about your parents, but my parents is like, okay, adult conversation is adult conversation. Like Mm -hmm. the kids, you know, go to your room, go play, go whatever. This is adult conversation. And not, not to say that it was like R rated or whatever, or PG 13 or, you know, how people rate conversations nowadays, but it was just like adult conversation, like talking about business or talking about whatever. Um, and so like, I feel like now it's really, my mom is like, Vicky, I cannot believe you talk about this like adult conversation in front of your children. And it's not to say that they're inappropriate. They're just like really like, you know, in-depth conversations, like either with my sister or like even like my brother and my sister have a mastermind group and we would sit down and talk back when I lived in Portland and Sam, my eight-year-old would just sit and listen. And my mom was like, Vicky, he's he's a kid. Don't let him grow up so fast. But like for me, I feel like we're adding so much value to his life. And so, like, I feel that's how, that's exactly what you're doing. But I'm interested. Like, what are your kids? How do they feel? Like, do they say, like, when I grow up, I want to make pizza? Like, I'm, I'm really curious what they say. Um, well, my they're younger than, you know, to that level. Yeah. They do know what we do. Yeah. And um, I think the way I'm going to be a little bit different uh, than, like, a regular person, they believe, oh, you know, whatever your kids want to pursue and blah, 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 whatever it is, right? You know, yeah. whatever they're passionate about. I am going to look in to see what they're good at. But at the end of the day, business principles apply because you have got to be able to sell. No matter if you are an artist, it doesn't matter. Some of these principles of being able to sell communication skills, it's just these are um, persuading people, influencing these. It doesn't matter what you do. So those things are going to be part of our curriculum. I'm not going to do a basic, you know, homeschooling, the inner kids probably um 
and it, I'm not even going to do power calculus stuff to the, you know, because yeah. I've done it all, because I've done it all, yeah. and it, you know, it, it is, I mean, some people are going to be very offended, but it's not, it doesn't bring value to my life, exactly. you know what I mean, like some of the calculus stuff that I did, I mean, what, I don't use them at all ever, so okay. I want my kids to do business, because I think it is better to be your own boss, now when they're teenagers, will I have them become dishwashers at another location, I would, because the unique to learn what it costs hard work that you have the la physical labor there is something with physical labor that you understand hard work in no other way when your legs get sore when you're in the dish station for five hours man it builds your character like none other so i would want them to do all of that working minimum wage for them to understand you know what it takes to be your own boss because it's it's not all fun at all in fact you know and you were saying oh bnr these are all like the what they sell you, right, you know, in terms of uh, you want to have your own freedom, but ultimately you will, you are in control, but that you, I think, you are free to shift things around, but that doesn't mean that you're not working hard, that, you know what I mean, you're still going to work, again, we work probably 60 hours a week, more than what we did before, but would I change it to have a job? Absolutely not, you know what I mean, oh. it's challenging. Do I want to throw the towel every day? Absolutely. Am I overwhelmed all the time? Absolutely. But would I change it for anything else? I would not. Because we're just stretching and that's why it hurts. Just, <laughs> you know, when it's just how it is. But, um, you know, we have a blast doing it. And it's really, really hard. And it's okay, you know. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's, that's powerful. And I'm so glad you're making me feel so much better now because so many of us have so much mommy guilt and like, we're not 24 seven with our children and they need us. And, but in fact, you know, if there's some, with someone who takes care of them, who loves them, like they're, I feel like they benefit from other people's wisdom and other people's knowledge. So now to wrap up and Hengam, you're amazing. Like I could talk to you all day and I'm so inspired by your work ethic, your grit like your hustle, it's it's absolutely so empowering to me because I'm like, man, if she can do it, I can too. Or if she has that mindset, I can too. So it's very empowering. So can we, in closing, I really want to touch upon the the buying of a business because I know you purchased this business. So there's there's so many wannabe entrepreneurs that listen to the show. So many moms email me on a weekly basis saying, hey, I am a mom, but I don't have a business, but I want to. And this is so interesting. I love your show. Or like, hey, I'm not even a mom, but I, I married and I, I want to have my business. And so this is inspiring. So 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 your words are 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 so valuable to so many people, including myself. And so like, for example, let's say that uh, a mama want to be a mama entrepreneur who's listening to the show right now is talking with her husband about purchasing a business, like going the route that you're going, maybe not a, a pizzeria, maybe something else. But what advice do you have for them as far as purchasing the business and, and making it work? Okay, well, I would say a couple things. One, I'm going to tell you a lot of things. A lot of people want a lot of things in life. We all want so much of different things. Yeah. Question is, do you want it bad enough to be willing to, you know, give some of the stuff you got away? You know what I mean? Like, do you want it bad enough? Are you willing to work for it? Because it won't be easy. 
It won't. It'll be very complex and complicated. Anything in life that is worth fighting for is going to be good. It won't be easy. It, it you know, Amen. it'll be hard. It is. You're gonna fall. You're gonna get back up. Amen. You're gonna bleed. You hurt. You want to quit. It's just that's how it is, and that's how you move forward in the business. That's, that's how it gets thicker. There's no other way. I wish it was. That's the only way your skin is gonna get thicker. But um, so the question is, are you willing to to give what it takes? So how bad do you want it is the question I have. Then the second thing is, like, for instance, if I could go back for us in the restaurant, my husband and I would never work a day in the restaurant before we went and bought it. So for me, it's like, you know, if I was, if I could go back in time, if someone wants to be like, hey, I wish I bake muffins good, and everybody tells me you should open a bakery, here's what I would say. Why don't you get a job at a bakery? Why don't you work the weekends? For free, you're just trying to learn. You know, if someone wants to tell me, "Hey, we're going to open a restaurant in Houston. I want to just shadow you for a few days," I'd be happy to depart with them. No one comes and asks. You know, ask for help. You know, are there other business? You know, for instance, you live in a city, go to another city, and say, "Hey, you know, try to meet the business owner and say I'll invite you to lunch." I just have a serious ask you. So you're not going to be in a competing if it's a local one, right? You're not going to be in a, in a local competing business. But if someone's from another town comes over, they were to ask me questions, I'd be happy to depart wisdom on them and the ups and downs. So if you want to open a business, I don't care what it is, it's an Etsy store. Email someone who has an Etsy store and ask them a series of questions. Ask 10 of them. One of them may answer. Some may not answer. It is what it is. In business, you're going to get so many people who turn it down. It is what it is. Just move on from it. Mm. But I would, you have to experience it, in my opinion. You know, go become a dishwasher. Like for a restaurant, it's kind of easy for me as an example. Become a dishwasher because that's what it's going to take. I wash a lot of dishes. It's it's part of the, the game. Are you willing to do what it takes because you have this idea of how it's going to be? You don't know what you don't know. Mm. Mm. So if it's an online business, why can't you say, hey, I will edit your videos for you. Mm. Someone can say, hey, Vicki, I'm in a business, whatever. I want to have a show, whatever. Or just like, I will edit those videos for you for free. I just want to see what it takes. Great, you know. Mm, right? That's so beautiful. And you don't know what you don't know. And I completely agree. And this can be applied to everything and anything. Like you want to become a mother, babysit a, a newborn, a toddler or whatever. Um, if you want to, and again, like starting a business, you really have to, if you don't have the opportunity to go and help someone and learn from them, do it yourself, learn in your trial and error and give it like, treat it as an experiment. Like, Hey, I'm like, there's so many things that I'm doing as an experiment right now that you don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things. And I remember like I sat down with, um, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Fields. And I was like, Oh, I have so many opportunities. I have so many directions that I can go in like opposite directions, but I don't know which one to pick. And he's like, well, just pick one at a time, give it six months each and see how you feel about every single one of them and just treat it as an experiment. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So like, if you don't have the opportunity to go and experience like, say, Matenga's pizza, Pizzeria, um, go um, and get yourself a job and experience it. Maybe, I mean, I think it's, it's uh, going to be a really hard try to actually open one yourself and try it for six months. But you get the point. I think it's online, with online business, the learning curve may be a little bit smaller. I would say maybe not the learning curve, maybe like the... Um, the time it, it takes to see if it'll work or not. Um, but anyway. I agree. I think with an online yeah. business, in terms of validating an idea. Yeah. So to yeah. me, 
me if another setting validating with me for me is get a job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get a job on a weekend one day a week see if you if you're able to do is it going to be at night yep are you going to be tired yep welcome to the world of business that's what's going to take mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very how bad do you want it you know what i mean so how that's, bad that's, do you I mean, want like, a lot of people are kind of unhappy with their jobs but you either need to get happy or be willing to get you know what i mean it'll yeah. be hard no matter what yeah. it's just that is it are you working with your path at the end of the day mm. so good so good Hengami, you're amazing and uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank Absolutely. you so much again for your time. Like it, this has been so informative and so valuable for for my life, and I'm sure to so many uh, mom entrepreneurs who are watching. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Thank you again so much for watching the Mompreneur Show. I am so, so thankful that you are here watching us live because this is a show that features amazing stories of the most remarkable mom entrepreneurs for a reason. We want to inspire and encourage you as a mom entrepreneur to do things that maybe not everybody will do, to do things that matter to you in your family. I'm your host, Vika Lashenko, and I'm so thankful to you for joining us live. Please join us live next time, every single Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Facebook Live. And if you'd like, you can go to mompreneurshow.com forward slash RSVP and RSVP for the next show. And um, you can look at all the previous shows that we have on our website as well. Also, before I let you go, I would love an opportunity to share with you the five biggest mistakes that I've made as as a mom and in hopes to inspire and encourage you and maybe to help you avoid those mistakes. So if you go to mompreneurshow.com forward slash five mistakes, you'll be taken to um, a sign-up form and you just like your name and email address and I'll send you a PDF that shares my five biggest mistakes and a solution on how to fix them if you've made them before. So I think that you'll really, really enjoy that. Again, mompreneurshow.com forward slash five mistakes. Thank you again so much for watching and I hope I will see you next time because we have an incredible episode coming up. All right, have an amazing day and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.